1834, George Trickett arrived in Australia as a convict. Like most convicts, he was transported to Australia for a petty crime. George Trickett was given freedom 14 years later and buying land on the shores of Sydney Harbour, he started a stone quarry business. Trickett's four sons would transport the stone across the harbour by rowboat. This was the start of rowing for his youngest son, Edward, known as Ned Trickett. He showed great skills in competitive sculling. Spotted by Sydney publican James Punch, he sponsored Trickett to travel to London to compete in the World Championship of Single Skulls on the Thames. On the 27th of June, 1876, Trickett beat Joseph Sadler to become the world champion sculler. He would be Australia's first sporting world champion. Here is the son of a convict returning to England to become a world champion. It's, it's a remarkable testament of a fresh start. But that would not be Trickett's only fresh start in life. Trickett returned to Australia. He was a superstar, a national hero, and he went on to defend his world title on the Parramatta River a few years later. After his competitive years in sculling were over, Trickett went into business in Rockhampton. He was running the local pub. But times were tough and his business venture failed. Trickett returned to Sydney with his wife Maria and nine children and he was financially broke. He was a desperate man. Things were so bad that he even contemplated taking his own life. One day, walking the streets of Sydney, Trickett stopped to listen to a street preacher. Now, this preacher wasn't an ordinary guy. This was E.P. Field, a barrister, and Trickett was taken by his message. Trickett went back to Field's chambers and gave his life to Jesus. Trickett became a Christian. Here is a story of redemption. Trickett had experienced the heights of international success, the world champion in his sport, but Trickett had also tasted despair and loss. Trickett's story represents the heart of Easter, to feel such hopelessness and loss and a reassessment of what really matters and a chance to start again, a fresh beginning for the life, death and resurrection of Jesus. Some years later, Reverend Nee wrote a little book on Ned Trickett's life. Nee wrote, he is a happier man now than ever he was before because he has Christ within him, the hope of glory. This is a personal story for me because Ned Trickett's portrait hangs in our hallway at home. I married his great granddaughter, Jane. Whether life for you is currently one of success, despair, or just ordinary, we trust you discover the person of Jesus this Easter, the hope, the joy, the fulfillment of life that he offers in the midst of our circumstances. I love hearing stories such as Ned's. You know, Ned's story is one that is definitely from the history books. But, you know, there are stories like Ned's happening even now today. 
There are many times where you and I have heard stories such as this of people we know, people who have come to a saving faith in Jesus Christ. And we each have that as part of our own story. And if it's not part of our own story yet, then maybe that's maybe, maybe it might even be the next chapter in our story. We can all empathise with Ned's story. We can all connect with it in, in personal ways. You know, Ned experienced the great highs of personal victory. He experienced success and, and triumph. And he experienced the lows of failed business and of despair. And everything in between, no doubt. If we think about our lives, we too have had those moments of glory and triumph and also those moments of despair. For Ned, he came upon the gospel message of hope through a man who faithfully preached the gospel, Edward Percy Field. E.P. Field also had a quite interesting story in his journey to this point as well. Edward Percy Field was born in 1855 in India and he was the second son of a British general, Sir John Field, who was a hero of the Abyssinian War in the 1860s. He had a good education in England and then sailed to New Zealand in 1876 where he worked for a time for the government and then as a teacher. He moved to Sydney in 1879 and continued on with his teaching at Sydney Grammar School. He married his, uh, uh, his wife and, and his work then funded his study as he studied law. And after being involved in a lawsuit himself, which he actually won, um, but had the uh, ruling annulled by the Chief Justice, he was then admitted to the bar on the 11th of February, 1884. A short time later, he was struck down with what was diagnosed as, as a suspected case of throat cancer. This dramatic experience brought him to Christ. In 1890, he left Sydney to return to uh, London, where he wanted to consult with a, a very famous surgeon, Sir Felix Simon, who told him, but you have been operated on already. Field believed that God had cured him. Returning to Sydney, he preached in the open air, mainly at Martin Place, Moore Street and at Coogee Beach. A fellow barrister, Sir George Reid, warned him that his activities would interfere with his legal work. But Field went ahead anyway, and, and he went ahead with greater zeal even, attracting large crowds to his preaching. And it was at this time that a man walked by, stopped to listen, and himself found Christ. That man was, of course... Ned Trickett. 
I find it amazing that God used throat cancer to bring E.P. Field to a saving faith in Jesus Christ. And then God used E.P. Field to bring Ned Trickett to a saving faith in Jesus Christ. Both were in circumstances of hopelessness. And for both of them, that was a precise moment, the precise moment where Jesus met them. Jesus replaced their sadness with joy. He brought them hope and he brought fulfillment that only he can give. And today, on Good Friday, we take this one day in our year to remember the great sacrifice of the Christ on the cross. That sacrifice, me, that sacrifice which is the very essence of hope. That sacrifice it brings us the possibility that for all mankind we can be reconciled with God just like Ned and E.P. Field were. Some people really struggle with the term Good Friday because that is the day historically when Jesus was nailed to that tree. But if you were going to be nailed to that tree on that day and he volunteered to take your place, How would you feel? Good. I reckon you would feel good. And God's goodness doesn't stop there. It was the very sacrifice of Jesus on the cross that paid the penalty for our sins. It was a sacrifice that allows us to be restored to to right relationship with God the Father. It is the blood of Jesus that covers me. 2 Corinthians 5.19 says, God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. The death of Jesus Christ, his blood shed for us, is what gives God the ability to justly not count our sins against us. Jesus has paid the price for us. He has stood in our place so that we can be reconciled and redeemed. And he then gives us a new purpose to be bringers of that same hope. Ephesians 1 verses 7 to 8 says, In him we have redemption through his blood the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he lavished on us. God graciously and lovingly provided his son to be a sacrifice for us so that we could be redeemed and forgiven. If you want to talk about a lavish gift of grace, There is no more lavish gift of God's undeserved favour towards us than this. Romans 4.7 says, Blessed are those whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. We now enjoy a position of abundant blessing through the grace and love of God because we are forgiven. Our sins are covered. And, and this is something that, really, we did not deserve. 
Romans 5 verse 6. You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And 1 Timothy 1.15 says, He is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the worst. Those are the words of the Apostle Paul, but they're also words fitting for all of our mouths also. We are not worthy. Yet God's love and grace was poured out for us. We are still not worthy. Yet God's love and grace reaches out to us and gives us hope when all is hopeless. Gives us joy where all we feel is sorrow. And gives us assurance and confidence where all we can see is uncertainty and fear. Today might be the first time that you've heard the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, of his sacrifice for your sins and the free gift of salvation that he offers to you. Today might be the first time that this message of hope in Jesus Christ has connected deeply for you. You might be in the midst of despair just because of financial or personal circumstances that you're in right now, just like Ned Trickett. You might be struggling with your health, just like E.P. Field. You might might even be struggling with the isolation and, and feelings of fear right now. Whatever your circumstances are, Jesus wants to save you too. Just like he saved Ned Trickett and E.P. Field. And just like he saved me. Jesus wants to give you hope for the future. He wants to give you joy. And he wants to give you the abundance of full life with him. In John chapter 10 verse 10, Jesus says, The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. But he says, But I have come that you might have life and have it to the full. Jesus has come with a message of hope for all of us today. That message of hope, that message of life, abundant life that is found in him and him only. And right now, if you're wanting to accept the free offer of salvation and forgiveness that Jesus Christ is offering you, then in a moment, I would invite you to pray a prayer to God with me. It's just just talking with God. And following that, I don't want to leave you hanging and not knowing what to do next. And so I'd love to make contact with you and encourage you and walk with you through your new faith in Jesus Christ. And given that we are online today, the easiest way to make contact so I can walk with you would probably be to email me. My email address is Aaron at wangaratabaptist.com.au that's double A-R-O-N at wangaratabaptist.com.au I'll then make contact with you and help you in your new life in Christ 
And for those of us that do have a saving faith in Jesus Christ, I would encourage you to still pray this prayer and use it as an opportunity again to be thankful to God for the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ and the free gift of salvation that he has given to us. Let us pray. And why don't you pray the words after me? Almighty God, we thank you for your son Jesus, who you sent to us by your great love, who died for our sins, paying the penalty, purchasing our freedom, and granting us forgiveness. Lord, we ask right now that you would forgive our sins, that you would reconcile us to yourself, and that you would lead us, that you would guide us as our Lord and Saviour, And that indeed you would give us hope, give us joy, and lead us into the abundant life of promise. Thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your goodness. Amen. If that was the first time that you prayed that prayer, then I would encourage you right now to make contact with me so that I can follow up with you and and encourage you and, and walk with you through your first steps of faith in Jesus Christ. But right now, we're going to enter into a time of worship, a time where we can reflect on the cross of Christ. A time where we can express our gratitude and worship of Christ for the sacrifice that he has made, giving us life. So I'd encourage you today to to join with us now in worship.
rugged cross Stained with blood so divine A wondrous beauty I see For t'was on that old cross Jesus suffered and died To pardon and sanctify me Takes away 
saved my life. Yes, the blood it is my victory. Oh, what love! No greater. Thank you for joining with us today on this Good Friday. I would encourage you to also enjoy our Easter Sunday service, which is at 10am at uh, wangratabaptist.online.church. It will also be available on YouTube if you can't make it to uh, our 10am service. It will be available afterwards. Our links to our service will be emailed out following the service. Uh, If you aren't getting email updates from us and would like to, then please let me know. Email me at aaron at wangratabaptist.com.au. That's double A-R-O-N, Aaron. Um, Or or you can even uh, sign up on our Facebook page. There's an email sign-up tab there where the links are also loaded for our Sunday services. Um, So stay safe. Stay well. Enjoy your chocolate on Sunday. And be blessed as we remember the sacrifice of Jesus today. Blessings to all.